or not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. We've got a great show for you today. It's back to school time, which means back to school, back to work. This is my little back-to-school review, I'm going to call it. Uh, I'm going to talk today about some of the best deals you can get, what to buy online, um, and what what you can buy now, wear now. This is my, kind of my new favorite phrase lately. Um, in fact, I just did a photo shoot for an upcoming blog post, my blog, Wardrobe Envy, and uh, I think it's going to be posted sometime next week. Um, and it's basically this. It's pieces that you can buy now, wear it a certain way, and then wear it in two, three months when the temperature drops, just styling it differently. And it's that same piece, you're just styling it different. So for example, the thing I shot was a midi skirt, a skirt that basically comes down in between your um, knee and ankle. And it's a bright sunshine yellow skirt. So um, I won't get too much into it. I'll wait till it's posted and then then come back and talk to you about it. But I've showed basically how you can wear it now, summer version, and then... um, wear it later, a more fall version, and I've incorporated the, this is a very pretty skirt, by the way, that I'm talking about. It's kind of a fancier material, um, but I've incorporated the athleisure trend, so I'm showing how you can really dress it down, and uh, yeah, I think it's really pretty, and by the way, when I shot this, it was... I think it was two weeks ago when we had that heat wave. So <laughs> the part where I had to wear later <laughs> was not exactly fun. It was, yeah, very, very hot. I have deepest sympathies for models that uh, go on location and have to model a fur coat, you know, in the middle of the beach or whatever, and it's 105. Um, it's a teeny tiny snippet of what they might feel like. So anyway, but it made for great pictures because uh, the lighting was fantastic that particular day. And so, um, yeah, so I will let you know when that's posted. So that's what I'm going to talk a little bit about today. A couple of things I've got. I looked up some some of the best deals online. Okay, in general, this was my summary. So Amazon, ASOS, H&M, and Target had the best back-to-school. When I say back-to-school, I'm not just talking about kids. I'm really talking about women's clothing as well and men's Um, because, you know, you you can shop it and buy certainly some – get in on some of the deals. I know most of it is towards kids' clothing and kids' school supplies. But if we're talking clothing, there's always going to be sales this time of year for adults as well, Um, being at uh, the end of the summer and uh, retailers are really changing over into the fall things. So those were some of my favorites in general. Also, Retail Me Not, if you don't have this app, it really is a must, must do, must do, must have. Um, I was introduced to it by another blogger. And it's a mom who blogs about um, her own fashions, but also lots of kids, kid-friendly things. And um, I don't have children, but I follow her because she always talks about some of the best deals with anything, whether it's, it could be food, it could be uh, clothing, it could be beauty supplies. Um, so she's always talking about this. So I had downloaded this app maybe a, a year ago, and then I forgot about it. 
she constantly reminds me about it. So I've gotten in the habit of checking it. So you really, it's really easy. You open it up and you really just type in whatever store. You see if it's on there. And if there's any deal at all going on in that particular brand or store that you're looking for, it will tell you and you can download. So so it's great if you're actually in the store. You're like me. Like those, those coupons that Bed Bath & Beyond gives out. Okay. The, everybody gets them in the mail. Do you not always forget to take it with you when you go to Bed Bath & Beyond? Every time. And then they tell it. And you always hear people say, oh, I forgot the coupon. And they say, bring, it, bring back your receipt with a coupon. Well, who does that? I don't. So now they have it online. Actually, Bed Bath & Beyond sends it to you online as well. So much better. But Retail Me Not, it's on Retail Me Not. So it'll show you. You can also pick the deal. Maybe it's a, a extra discount on clearance items or it's a specific item or it's twenty. usually it's 20% off your entire item. So that's been one of my favorite apps, I must say. And then really more for clothing, I'm, go, I'm going with um, ASOS and H&M and Target and Amazon. So... Um, happy to report lots of lots of good things and what to buy on those i'm buying my favorite basics i'm buying tees um basic pants leggings socks tanks hoodies i'm buying all that basic stuff on these retailers h&m uh maybe a little bit more um and what i like about some of these retailers for example h&m will have things online that they have in the store and have things online that they don't have in the store. So um, depends on what you're looking for. Uh, the other great thing is I have seen something online, taken a screenshot, and I've taken it into the store of H&M, and you just ask any sales associate, and they've got these little devices in their hands, and they can quickly check, which is great. I think every store should have this. They will quickly just scan the code if you have the picture of it, scan it or type it in, and they'll tell you if it's in there. And they're very happy to do it, by the way, because <laughs> I, I realize, well, it doesn't really require them like running to a back stock room or going to the computer to check it. They've got these little handheld devices. They quickly look it up. And if they have it, they press a little button and it magically comes out from the back room. Someone else brings it out. I thought they really have the system down pat. Yeah. So that's H&M, by the way. Um, and uh, yeah, they've got, they've got it down. I love this. I also The Nike store does this too, by the way. I was in the Nike store again recently. They also have these little handheld devices. Quickly look up something. And then they've got, I think they call them runners. They've got people in the back stock room just bringing out that size. And that salesperson can then either help you decide or move on to another sale or, you know, just basically talk to you about the product. They're not stepping away, running and getting the product. So very smart. <laughs> Somebody was really thinking. Yeah, I think that's efficient, yeah. I would call that. Um, so, yeah, so that's the great thing about H&M. They can do that. Um, so a couple of things, buy now, wear now. I'm Buy now and wear later, I'm going to say, is so the suiting trend is not going away. And um, oversized shorts are a thing. And when I say oversized, I don't mean two sizes too big. I just mean they're cut a little bit bigger. So it's not a fitted short. It's a little bit baggier, a little bit longer, and it's a little bit looser. Think of like a boyfriend jean. Boyfriend jeans are a little bit looser cut. Um, same thing, but in shorts. So that's what's happening. If you're going to do that, so you can do that, and then you can wear that clear into the fall, I think, if it's a little bit longer and a little bit baggier. Um, you can always wear it with a sweatshirt or, or a sweater. Um, I think it's uh, you've, the trick there is you've got to wear something a little bit more fitted on top. So I wouldn't do an oversized jacket with oversized shorts. You're probably going to look, uh, you know, you'll look lost in it. So 
But I think that's a great uh, casual piece to kind of layer in and something you can wear now and wear later. Um, the other thing is trench coats. I always talk about this every fall. Trench coats will go the distance. This is definitely something. I actually just bought a, another trench coat <laughs> the other day. Um, every year it seems I buy one or maybe sometimes two. Um, but they're all very, very different. My trench coats have, have sort of become a little mini wardrobe within my wardrobe um, because I have so many different patterns and colors same style it's the classic sort of double breasted you know with ties in the middle with a belt and is longer um this new one i bought is black and white plaid but different plaids so it's black and white a more of like a windowpane plaid and then it goes to more of a check and then it goes to more of a houndstooth so it's all different plaid types on the on the coat all different patterns now trench coat needs to be long though right it doesn't have to be. Oh. Gener- I mean, classic trench, trench coat, yes, as long hits below the knee. Mm. Um, there's lots of cropped versions, though. There are, in fact, I've seen a lot of shorter versions that hit more at the hip, which for some people is a little bit more practical. Um, I like it to be a little bit longer I for obvious reasons. First of all, I want it to cover me more if I am, in fact, wearing it in the rain, which is what it's made for. But not always. I wear it all the time. I don't just break it out when it's when it's raining. So I, I have a long uh, L.L. Bean raincoat. Yeah. It's, it's very high-tech, and it wouldn't call it a trench coat. It does no, no collar to speak of. It does have a built-in hood. Okay. Um, just wondering, what, what is distinguishing a trench coat specifically? I think it's something that's water repellent mm-hmm. or water resistant, one right. or the other. Um, and it's something that will protect you from, uh, technically, I think it's going to protect you from th- the wind and the rain. Does it need to have a, a wide collar? It doesn't need to, no. no. But, you know, classic dren- trench coat. I mean, let's think of uh, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know, but classic. Epaulets. And, right, yeah. epaulets. And it's, us- you know, it used to always be a neutral color. Um, probably because most of the time you wore it in bad weather. Mm. But now it's, you know, wear a bright color in bad weather. Why do we have to wear a dreary color in dreary weather? You know, so you don't have to. Um, And it was a little bit longer, and it was mostly worn in cooler temperatures. You know, you didn't break out a trench coat in the midsummer. That's a a good point. Yeah. It's kind of a... A warm coat as well as a, we- a weather-resistant coat. Right, right. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's you know, it's then it's not a winter coat, but you can get a little bit more longevity if you've got something that has a lining. So mm. then there's a zip-out lining, or is it just a thicker coat? Some of them are lighter. I have a few that are clear spring coats, and maybe early fall, and then that would be it because mm. it's very light. I have two of them that are <clears throat> extremely light. Uh, then I've got a couple more that are a little bit more heavier that could take you probably a little bit further, you know. Um, and then that's it. And I don't have any that I'd wear in the winter, <clears throat> not in the dead of winter anyway. Um, but, you know, this is, the, this is a classic staple. And um, this is something that, again, I like to get a little bit more wear out of it and wear it. So I'll probably start wearing. The moment it's a cooler evening, I would throw that on. So if it if it were tonight, I would do it tonight. Doesn't matter that we're in August. Um, if it wasn't until September, then that's fine. Maybe I wear it until December. You know, sometimes we've got. It really depends on the weather. And I think this part of this area that we live in is perfect for a trench coat. I mean, it really is. I think you could get the most out of it in this this area. Other areas, it's going to be more limiting. I mean, obviously, I don't mm. know that I would own a trench coat in Florida. Maybe there's a lot of rain. Yeah, it's very yeah. humid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
So um, I'm a fan, and uh, this is definitely something that I would invest in if you don't have. And if you have, invest in another color. I mean, like I said, I have, I'm down to, I do have one beige one, one that I've had for years. I've had it for at least eight, nine years. Um, the rest of them are all different colors. I've got a blue, light blue one with roses on it. I've got a neon yellow one. Speaking of, Bob, let's talk about your shirt. Very, <laughs> very proud of you. Very proud. I'd give you the clapping hand emoji Well, for the today. funny, it happened accidentally. I really knew I was ordering a yellow. Didn't realize it was a neon yellow. And I'm okay with it. I like it. And it looks great. You, yeah. you are on trend. And if I, you know, somebody says you have to go direct traffic, I'm all set. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so you've got a neon yellow polo shirt. Yes. That you bought online. You thought it was, you thought it was just a... Regular yellow. Well, I was experimenting with the idea of trying to find something I would like that was very inexpensive. Okay. And so this is was $11. So that's very inexpensive. Yes. And was this an Amazon purchase? Yes. Oh, yeah. we love our Amazon purchases. Yeah. And look, just a question. Do you remember what – did it say the color or it didn't say – Yes, it, just... it did. I went back and looked at it oh. and it had said neon yellow. Oh, it did. I hadn't paid attention to that. Ah. Oh, interesting, because I thought, well, what color did they call that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if they, so they did say neon. Yep. Okay, yeah. but you probably just, all right. Yeah, I just looked at the picture and went, oh, I like that. I like that because I like the price and I like the yeah, shirt. and yeah. Okay, but it works. Yes. I like it. And you're yes. wearing it with jeans, right? Um, it's a jean cut, but it's it's more of a... Uh, khaki? Yeah, more yeah. like a khaki. Okay. okay. Well, I like it. Mm. See, anyone can wear neon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, business of fashion, some news that's going on in the fashion world. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so let's talk business of fashion. What's going on? Just thought I'd mention this. I thought this was... This works with the uh, current uh, climate that w- that's happening in our world today. So over 100 models petitioned Victoria's Secret on sexual misconduct. So having said that, why? Because I always talk about the fashion show that happens. It happens in December, and I think it gets taped, I don't know, somewhere in maybe September, October. It gets taped sometimes in the next couple of months, and then it's usually aired in December. And we see all the really pretty costumes that these models wear, big feathers. So... Probably not happening this year. Um, you know, basically from the headlines about Jeffrey Epstein to allegations of sexual misconduct by photographers. 
So, uh, you know, yeah, shaking my head as well, Bob. Um, and I thought about this a little bit, and I thought, oh, gosh, this seems like something that probably I'm sure has happened. Like, this is no surprise, right? I mean, I'm sure this has happened for decades upon decades. And uh, it reminded me of a little little story that I just thought, oh, I, f- I forgot about until I read this article. So when I was younger, um, we were my mom had taken me to a couple of modeling, modeling agencies. At one point, I thought maybe I wanted to do that. I never got into it. And I'm actually thankful. I did dance, studied dance my whole life. So I remember this. I, again, like I said, I forgot about this. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh, my gosh, I remember. So I remember going into this one agency. And we. I remember it was sort of on a main street. I don't remember where it was or what town. But I just remember there was a, a doorway um, <clears throat> with tall steps. Went up the steps. So it was on the second floor of like sort of a busy main street. And we went, got up to the second floor, and I remember it was summertime because I remember it was really hot. Uh, I don't think they had air conditioning. There were fans on. And the studio was empty, of course, and we met with a photographer. And we were talking to him about getting headshots taken. We had already went to an agency, gone to an agency, and now we were talking to a photographer that they had recommended. We knew nothing about the business. I was a little girl. My mom knew nothing. We were just seeing maybe this is something we would want to do. And I, as a little girl, can remember the feeling that I got. And this is interesting. You know how they say kids sort of pick up on things. Now, I don't remember the conversation. My mom had the conversation with the photographer. Again, I was just a kid. The feeling was creepy. Isn't that interesting? The feeling I remember, it was very creepy. And, you know, it was like dim lighting, not scary, just a little creepy. And I remember as I was sitting there, because I was just sitting with my mouth closed, not saying a word, I remember sort of looking around, and I will never forget what I saw. I saw these, like, all this camera equipment I thought was intriguing. I saw the set. I saw a backdrop. I saw lots of props and things and a stool. And I saw bottles of alcohol. Yes. Yes. I remember this. Very clear because I thought, why do they have that? You know, I didn't mm. understand why that would why they would have that. Um, but I remember so clear over on the side there was a tray and there were glasses and there were bottles of alcohol. I knew it was alcohol. I don't remember how old I was, but I wasn't very small, obviously. It was probably maybe eight or nine, just old enough to know that it was alcohol, you know, mm. the way it was set up. Yep. And so um, – I knew it wasn't soda. And uh, I remember just thinking, what is that for? You know, I had no idea. Okay. And it was just, but the feeling was not good. Isn't that strange? I don't know if it was just that place or that studio, but there was something a little eerie about it. So I don't know. Anyway, and, you know, as I got older and thought about that a couple years later, I thought, oh, once I knew what that could be for, and, okay, maybe it's something very innocent. Maybe it's just a model comes in and is nervous, and they use that to sort of calm her nerves, but I don't know. I don't don't know if I agree with that because that could go down a, you know, a road you don't want to go down if you think Mm -hmm. about that. I mean, listen, I, I... I've danced my whole life. I've performed my whole life. I understand about being nervous, but I don't take to do a shot or drink alcohol to calm it not in that situation these were talking about models that are getting paid to work and to you know look a certain way and be so i don't know i mean is alcohol the best answer that's the best thing you could do to calm yourself i don't i just but then you know it sets the stage for what could happen and obviously what has happened in that world so um 
Yeah, unfortunate. Lots of models have come forward talking about this, and it's a shame because, you know, Victoria's Secret, it's a obviously multi-billion dollar brand that lots of people look to. I don't, uh, you know, wear a little bit of Victoria's Secret once in a while, but really I look to it for inspiration because I, I think the fashion shows are cool and they always show different, you know, makeup and hair and costumes and color, and it's it's more of like fantasy. You know, I think that's what most people watch the, the show for, so... We shall see what takes place with that. But, uh, yeah, it reminded me of that little story. I was like, oh, God, I totally forgot about that until I was reading about this. I can imagine the life of, you know, some stories that models have to tell. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Having said that, so I talked about Amazon earlier. So speaking of Amazon, Amazon has launched its first influencer collaboration. Very excited about this, by the way. So uh, this is basically Amazon's next big move into the fashion space. Um, And they've collaborated with a very, very, very well-known blogger. Her name is – well, her blog is The Fashion Guitar. And it's a 14-piece capsule collection, which includes maxi dresses – um, biker shorts, very on trend. So it, the whole thing is very trendy. Um, basically, nothing over a hundred bucks. So I like this. And going forward, they're going to collaborate with different uh, influencers and bloggers, the big, big bloggers that have you know five million followers that really obviously make an impact. And uh, I've been waiting for this. So we've heard about this with uh, stores, with retailers, with Target and with Nordstrom. We've seen this happening. This is sort of the next thing that's happening. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that Amazon has um, kind of stepped forward and collaborated with someone. So I don't know all the details of how that works, but I can imagine that they have a pretty good influence on the designs. And then somewhere the designs are, you know, manufactured and made. So, but, um, and all of the collections, this particular collection is a clear, it's clear that it's the aesthetic of this girl. So it's very sort of what she would wear. And apparently she's already developed herself as a influencer. Yes. Because I, I wondered to myself, what's what's the next step? The big companies create influencers? Uh, n- well... And pick, pick a person that has a look and then decide, okay, you now are the influencer. We'll put a name to you. We'll put a, an idea to you. You're just the face. I wonder if that's coming. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, I think that in this particular case, the Amazon is catching on to what like I said, other big retailers are doing. They're just taking these girls that already have an audience, yeah. a very big audience. Which is a very real way to do it, for sure. Exactly. My su- suggestion, obviously, is not the way you want to have it happen, yeah, well, my opinion. I mean, it could probably work that way, too. Hmm. Um, but th- it's already in existence. So they have an audience already. They've built up a business. Most of them have built some sort of a business and have launched themselves. So back in the you know 2009, 2010, when all of these bloggers were just starting out, yeah. And uh, really was getting bigger and bigger, especially fashion bloggers. You know, that's when since then they've built it up and they they have built such an audience that now they've launched clothing lines of their own. They've launched different things, jewelry or maybe it's tops or it's accessories or shoes. Many of them have gone on to really build. And what they do is they partner up with a brand, a brand like 
you know, Levi's or um, a company like Amazon. And uh, that is a way it's, you know, everybody makes out. They can get their their vision out there and, you know, because they don't have a design house behind them to develop things. But they've got the audience. So mm. they have a captive audience. And I'm sure they have an aesthetic. They have ideas. Um, Otherwise, they, how would they have gotten the audience? Right. Right. So they've got a clear direction of who they are and their their personal style. And they've influenced people and they've gotten the audience. So now they just need someone basically behind them to, you know, to back them and to bring in the, the rest of the, the mechanical stuff. So mm. I think it's pretty smart. I like this idea um, of this. Also, while I was looking at speaking of business and fashion – Burberry has launched a new capsule collection for men and women from recycled plastic and fabric scraps. So talk about, uh, you know, being being eco-friendly and, uh, yeah, I like this a lot. But Burberry's high-class stuff, isn't it? Very, very high-end, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's a small capsule collection, and uh, they focused on outerwear. It's lots of trench coats, long line jackets, and parkas. So basically the fabric is called, I hope I get this right, Econo? Econo? I think it's Econo. And it's made by Aquafil, which is a global producer of synthetic fibers. Hmm. So... You know, trying to, I guess, just go try something new. Collaborations. Collaborations everywhere. <laughs> we all know those aren't illegal. So <laughs> Right. So, um, yeah, I think this is interesting. Uh, it's Yeah, Burberry. I mean, that's a, a pretty big name to do something like this. But you know, speaking of big names, can I ask you a question? Yes. What's your knowledge of what's going to happen to Barney's? I don't know. You know, I'm still waiting to hear to see what happens with that. Mm. I think um, my opinion is they'll figure this out and get out of it mm. um, and come out on the other side. I, do, do I think they're going to close? Is that what you, you're yeah. asking? No. No. Okay. I don't. I don't. I think they'll figure this out. They'll either – because they do have several other stores. I, I've seen, uh, you know, places like that downsize if they had to. I yeah. mean, there's a store. There's two in Manhattan. So do they really need two in Manhattan? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Hmm. Um, but I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll renegotiate with their lenders and figure out something. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I think we'll also come into effect, uh, you know, online business. Maybe somehow that changes. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm always interesting to see what the next thing is. Like, we're, you know, we're all shopping online more and more. If ever, you know, if you didn't before, you are now. Um, I still think there's more to come with that whole dynamic, mm. you know, of stores, brick and mortars kind of sort of closing or, you know, downsizing. But I don't think it'll get to where there's no stores. Um, Especially if, if the stores are getting smart. Like you started off your whole story talking about uh, yeah. H&M. Yes. And how they dealt with the customer. Yes. So that the salesperson never leaves the customer. Yeah. To go in the back to find something. And it's much quicker. Yeah. And I like when they have the inventory in the store. That's been a that's been a miss for a lot of retailers. They say, Oh well online store is separate from what's in stores. Hmm. Well right there you've lost me now. Ah. Because I want to be able to shop both. I want the option. And I think most people do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting things, good things coming. Um, again, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Barney's and what happens in general with uh, retail as a whole and online shopping. So, um, 
yeah, all good stuff is to come. All right, in the upcoming weeks, I've got good stuff to come. I've got fall, fall, fall. I know, it's coming, so we need to get ready. I've got some ideas of how to sort of transition your wardrobe and my continuation of buy now, wear now, wear later. All right, join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. The station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. McConnell accommodating top intel resignation. I'm John Trout. Senator Mitch McConnell will consider proposed gun measures. In an interview with WHAS Radio, the majority leader said he's not bringing...